hi, good morning. It's Wednesday, it's April 18th. And yesterday, former First Lady Barbara Bush passed away at the age of 92. She was born June 8, 1925. And I have a quote of the day from her. If human beings are perceived as potentials rather than problems, as possessing strengths instead of weaknesses, as unlimited rather than dull and unresponsive, then they thrive and grow to their capabilities. Okay, that's our quote of the day. Let's have a good one. Good morning, and here are your horoscopes from the New York Post and Sally Brompton for April 18th. Aquarius, don't push yourself too hard. Focus only on activities that mean something to you personally. And don't let other people, not even friends and relatives, persuade you to do more than you feel comfortable with. Playtime is more important than work time. Pisces, you can, if you wish, shout at the top of your voice in an effort to make yourself heard, but it will only have a limited effect. Speak your truth clearly and calmly, and if some people get the message and others do not, that's quite okay. Aries, you like to act fast, but the planets warn you could move too fast for your own good today, especially on the work front, where, if you get impatient with how slow things are progressing, you could make a costly mistake. There's no need to rush. Taurus, do what makes you happy today, not what makes other people happy. Despite what friends and loved ones might want you to think, they are quite capable of looking after themselves and don't really need you to put a smile on their face. Gemini, you may find it hard to understand why certain individuals are acting in ways that appear to run counter to their own best interests, but you can and you must protect yourself from the consequences of their actions. You don't have to suffer with them. Cancer, as Saturn begins one of its retrograde phases today, it's quite likely that people you interact with on a one-to-one -one level will be somewhat negative in their outlook. You must not let their sour point of view affect you. Find reasons to smile. Leo, this is not the time to start slowing down. In fact, if anything, you should be speeding up, both mentally and physically. Today's Sun-Uranus link will inspire you to think in new and exciting ways. Shock and amaze with everything you say and do. Virgo, under no circumstances should you just sit back and let things happen. Just because those around you seem bored with everything does not mean you have to be bored as well. Find a project that inspires you and make it your life's work. Libra, don't pull your punches today. Certain people deserve to be given a hard time. And the planets warn, if you don't get tough with them now, they may start to believe those rumors about Librans being too nice for their own good. Scorpio, you have been a bit too easygoing of late, but what happens over the next few days will remind you that you still need to be on your toes, even when there is no apparent threat to deal with. Be nice to people, but be watchful too. Sagittarius, you are in a hugely generous mood and want nothing more than to share your goodwill and good fortune with other people. However, Saturn warns 
that while it's okay to be generous with your time and energy, you must take care with your money. Capricorn, you cannot force others to just hand over what it is you desire, and if you try, you could set back your cause by days, weeks, even months. Saturn in your sign demands that everything be done fairly and by the book. What's so hard about that? And these are your horoscopes for today, April 18th. If you were born today, April 18th, your life is connected to change, and as a result, you are an interesting, knowledgeable, and perceptive person. You are good at communicating, humorous, and sociable, yet you have a distinct private streak. Others can find you baffling at times and not always knowing what to expect. You are creative and are happiest when you are creating something original. Routine career positions should be avoided. Famous people born today include James Wood, Conan O'Brien, Melissa Joan Hart, and Rick Moranis. And for the year ahead, there can be a sense that you're beginning a new chapter in your life. The period ahead is one for both satisfying work and play, your creativity and personal appeal blossom. This can be a wonderful year for meeting new people or more thoroughly enjoying your current friendships. Happy birthday, Aries. Today in Rock, April 18th, 1957, Buddy Knox, whose party doll was a recent number one, is called up for six months of active duty with the U.S. Army Reserve. Roulette Records rushed Knox to the studio to cut over 20 songs to ensure his career does not stall while he's in uniform. It will, anyway. 1963, actress Jane Asher makes a guest appearance on the UK TV show Jukebox Jury and reviews the show at the Royal Albert Hall. She describes the opening acts, which included Jerry and the Pacemakers and singer Shane Fenton as noisy, but when the Beatles appeared, she remarked, Now these I could scream for. She would soon become the steady girlfriend of Paul McCartney. In 1971, the Jackson 5 and Bill Cosby Guest on Diana Ross's solo TV special, Diana. In 1974, James Brown receives a gold record for the single, The Payback, which had topped the Billboard R&B chart. It would also peak at number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100 in May, becoming his second and final single to be certified gold by the RIAA. 1975, four Bay City Rollers fans were taken to the hospital and 35 others required treatment after they attempted to swim across a lake to meet their heroes during an appearance at a BBC Radio 1 fun day at Mallory Park. That same year, Alice Cooper's first TV special, Welcome to My Nightmare, The Making of a Record Album, airs on U.S. television. In 1981, Yes temporarily split up when bassist Chris Squire and drummer Alan White left the group to rehearse with Robert Plant and Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin fame. The intended supergroup never got off the ground, and Yes would reform two and a half years later, releasing 90125, which contained the number one single, Owner of a Lonely Heart.
1984, Michael Jackson underwent surgery in Los Angeles to repair damage done after his hair caught fire during the filming of a Pepsi commercial on January 27th. Jackson was hospitalized and recuperated for months before he could return to work. In 1987, when her newest release reached the top of the Billboard chart, Aretha Franklin set a record for the artist with the longest gap between U.S. number one singles. It had been 19 years, 10 months from Respect in the June of 1967 to I Knew You Were Waiting For Me with George Michael. In 1988, the Motown songwriting team of Holland Dozier Holland is inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. In 1997, Bernard Edwards, bass guitarist for Chic, died of pneumonia in a Tokyo hotel room while touring Japan. He had also worked with Sister Sledge, Diana Ross, Johnny Mathis, Debbie Harry, Air Supply, Rod Stewart, and many others. In 2006, a sale of clothing owned by Elton John raised more than $700,000, which is 395,000 pounds, for the singer's AIDS charity. Over 10,000 pieces were sold during a five-day sale in New York City at the specially created shop Elton's Closet at New York's Rockefeller Center. In 2011, Elton John announced that he'll return to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas with his million-dollar piano show starting in September. His first stay at Caesars Palace ended in April 2009, but was extended to a five-year run because of audience demand. In 2012, Dick Clark, who brought rock and roll into the homes of millions of viewers on his daytime TV show American Bandstand from 1956 to 1988, suffered a fatal heart attack at the age of 82. In 2014, Linda Ronstadt's newest album duets rose to number 32 on the Billboard album chart. Her highest position since Cry Like a Rainstorm, Howl Like the Wind peaked at number 7 in 1990. And in 2015, 74-year-old Ringo Starr was inducted into Cleveland's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame becoming the last of the Beatles to receive that honor. Since the band's breakup in 1970, he had released 18 solo studio albums, including his latest, Postcards from Paradise, earlier the month. Also inducted into the hall were Bill Withers, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Lou Reed, Joan Jett, and the Black Hearts. Whoop, don't forget them. The Paul Butterfield Blues Band, the Five Royals, and Green Day. And this was your day in rock. Why do you think that frogs are so happy? It's because they eat whatever bugs them. So the Daily Mail Online has released a little article and says... You know, with a combined age of 294, a medical miracle, the stones have all just been passed fit to hit the road again. How? By swapping booze and drug binges for smoothies, jogging, and even ballet dancing. And um, they make a statement saying that, indeed... 
They are due to play eight UK shows in the coming weeks. This follows a tour of the Americas, which during insatiably libidinous frontman Sir Mick Jagger conceived a baby, his eighth child by a ballerina. It seems that nothing can stop the stones. As Keith Richards says, so far no one is tottering and falling over. Everyone is in remarkable shape. Drummer Charlie Watts is 76. Jagger and Richards are both 74. The baby of the band is Ronnie Wood at 70 who has recovered after the removal of a cancerous lesion on his lung. And Ronnie just stopped smoking after 50 years. And he is using Champix. He stopped in uh, 2016. And Jagger has a personal trainer. And he jogs 8 miles a day. He does yoga. He takes ballet classes. And that's how he's keeping in shape. Actually, they've just done a study recently. I believe it was on 60 Minutes, maybe last year, about how they're finding that running is reversing the aging process in many. So there's Mick Jagger. He's totally living proof of this. And then we have Charlie Watts. He doesn't drink, smoke, or take drugs. He lives quietly on a farm. He does mild exercises to keep his hands going. Um, He goes for walks with their rescue greyhounds, and he credits his habit of early rising for his continued health and fitness and sticks to coffee and small meals. And then you have Keith, and um, Keith has never really been on a serious health kick, apparently. And um, the one thing that he did do was he quit heroin in 1978, but then he was using other drugs he finally stopped using cocaine after he fell out of a tree in 2006 and he says that he starts each day with a joint I smoke regularly an early morning joint other than that I'm pretty straight and he says he takes exercise but he doesn't really like the gym he doesn't really lift weights he likes to play tennis so anyway These guys are quote-unquote living legends, and I'm sure there should be a medical research team following them around on tour and getting as much information as they can for those of us in the seats who really want to have a crazy lifestyle but are deathly afraid. But then you have the stones. Look at that. All right. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.